Dad, why do we have rules? Well, so people can live together in peace and harmony. Hmm. I don't know if we have too many rules or not enough. Maybe we have too many people. Then we need more rules. Then we have less freedom. What do we do about that? You've just put your small thumb on a big question. Two, three, four, five, six. Hey there. Hey there. Hey there. Hey there, everybody. This is episode 14. Thank you for listening. And uh, this is the No Wrong Answers Comedy Podcast. My name is Dave Martin. I'm your host, your producer, your guy in charge, and the man responsible for everything that you're about to hear uh, for the next hour and a half or so. Um, again, I'm trying to cut these uh, episodes down, and uh, I will get better at cutting them back, but. Again, I don't hear a lot of complaints, maybe because either not a lot of people are listening or not a lot of people care to complain because they're fine with the length that the podcasts, they're fine with the length that the podcasts are at. I think that's, uh, I think pretty reasonable. Um, An hour to an hour and a half isn't uh, outrageous. Um, But uh, on today's episode, episode 14, uh, we have our guests are Pat Thornton, Rebecca McDonald, and uh, appearing for his second time, Alan Park. And what questions are we doing? Um, I forget how we actually start off the show. I think we talk about swear words and uh, where we heard them first. But anyways, um, I got about uh, seven questions to do. And um, here we go. Um, okay, uh, question number one is, uh, what role would you like to have for yourself if you could uh, choose uh, any role um, in film history? So just take your favorite movie, and what role would you like to have? Um, and question number two, uh, would you rather see into the future or change the past? Question number three, uh, what is the one conspiracy theory uh, you would like to prove, uh, whether it is uh, right or wrong, or true or false? What conspiracy theory? Question number four, um, choose one comic book superpower and let's say that if your comic book superpower was having sex with dead people uh, to bring them back to life, would you use that superpower? What would you do? Um, and uh, the next question, question number five, would be um, uh, what is the uh, what what band is the most overrated and underrated band in the history of music? And um, I think somewhere in there we do the uh, human centipede question. Uh, that must be uh, jumbled up in there somewhere. And um, let's see. Uh, so, uh, the if you want to get in contact with um, uh, this, this episode was a lot of fun too. Lots of laughs. And uh, if you want to get in touch with Alan Park, you can find him on Twitter at Alan Comic on Twitter, and uh, you can listen to his uh, streaming podcast at the Green Crush and Conspiracy Theories podcast. You can find him there. And Rebecca. You can check out her YouTube channel. That You can check out Rebecca McDonald's YouTube channel. And I believe that she said that she was the third Rebecca McDonald uh, when you type in that name on YouTube to come up. And so check out some of her videos. And she is also on Facebook and Twitter as well. So you can find Rebecca McDonald there. And you can find Patton Thornton at, uh, on Twitter at Pat Thornton. And uh, on Instagram, you can find him at Pat underscore Thornton on Instagram. And you can find me, as always, on, uh, at um, my website, which is Dave Martin World. And that is slowly getting changed. That is going to be updated soon. It's going to be much more 
slick or polished or it's just going to be more organized, not so much crap and garbage. But um, you can find me at Dave Martin World and uh, Twitter at um, Dave Martin World and uh, Instagram at Comedian Dave Martin. And um, yeah, and then you can always find the No Wrong Answers podcast at No underscore Wrong Answers on Twitter. That is our Twitter handle. And uh, please uh, go to the website, rate, review, and um, just uh, give me a breakdown of how much you enjoyed the show. And uh, if there are any questions in the future that you would like me to ask guests. So uh, you can uh, go there. And uh, please, let's not waste any more time. Let's uh, enjoy the conversation between Pat Thornton, Alan Park, and myself, and Rebecca McDonald. Um, And um, here we go. Yeah, I remember when I was like, uh, I think I must have been in grade five, and someone showed me the word fuck that was written down in a book. Right. <laughs> and I was so like, oh my God, it's written in a book. <laughs> like, I thought for some reason, like, oh, only, it was only a word that you could write on a piece of paper with, like, a pen. Right. And give it, or you could only, like, write it on a wall with a marker or something right. like that. But then, it's actually in a book. Can you believe it? They wrote fuck. When I was at summer camp, a kid asked me... Uh, if I'd heard the word dork before, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then he was like, you know what it is? It's all the swear words put together. It's <laughs> pretty good, actually. Like, I don't think so, man. <laughs> See, now I'm, I'm, literally dork. Trying, I'm trying to literally figure out. Well, yeah. you left out fuck yeah. and shit. Yeah, so it's quite a few it. that's not that's ass. Not ass. Okay. That's not under the, under the, uh, the, the dork. No. Or uh Goes off into tendrils. <laughs> yeah, you have to really try, but dork. Uh, well, it's uh, like how when you put all the colors together, it's white. It doesn't yeah. make sense. No, but right. you put all of them together, dork somehow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like the K from dork is obviously from fuck, but then that goes into the word fuck, and then you get to take the C and go up, and that's the Oh yeah, it sort of ends up being like one of those big conspiracy things yeah, yeah, exactly. with all the strings attached to it and stuff like that. But it all it all it's stems all from dork. the word dork. Just a dork in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> and stick it in there. Yeah, like one of those diagrams from Homeland. Yeah, where she's uh, desperately trying to link one. Or... Um, all right, well here let's uh, every time once we get to like a ten minute mark, I'm gonna just uh, ring this okay. bell and then we can move mm-hmm. on to the next one. And. Uh, so, um, if you had to, ch- if you had to star or have a role in your favorite movie of all time, or any movie really, uh, what would the, what would the role be, and what movie would that be? Okay, <laughs> okay nice. let's begin. Um, Alan, let's start with you. Yeah. Okay. What what role? Well, you know, I guess it's really big right now. Is is this, um, you know, this Black Panther movie? Would you want what you wouldn't but want to I be? Can't, but I you haven't, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, but I think I still want to be that guy. <laughs> but let's go with what I do know and what I have seen. Well, what's a great, um, a great film that that I would like to be the the person in? I guess would be. Um, I don't know. I think maybe Gandhi. <laughs> okay. I think I could pull off the body. Yes. I think I could. I think I could. You know, waste myself down to the size, and then boy, Ben Kingsley had an awesome career after that. He did, didn't, so, didn't I, he and have, I really admire him as an actor. 
You know, he was around huge though before Ben Gandhi, wasn't he? Who's this? Was Gandhi his breakout role? Ben I, Kingsley? I think so, yeah. I think it was his big, like, his like big Oscar one, yeah. nominated. He'd like, been yeah. in some things. Like, yeah, yeah. But it was like, whoa, this yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, and then oh, you get to guy. do Sexy Beast after that. But but it's a great movie, and it, I think it tells the story pretty well, and there's a lot of historical movies that don't do that. But then you could also go to any Batman film. It would be great to see another white guy take a crack at Gandhi. <laughs> 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 Now's the time. <laughs> I think we're ready. I think years. enough has passed. <laughs> You know, I was just watching the other day uh, that film that I used to really enjoy and, and still do, I guess. I haven't seen it in a long time. True Romance. Right? Yes. So there's that great scene with Dennis Hopper and uh, Chris Walken comes in the trailer as the Sicilian guy. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, do we even have this now? Like, it's been 20 years. Can we have a non-Sicilian? Like, Chris Walken is not Sicilian. And can we do this anymore? Well, you know, do we have to give back the the Oscar Tom Hanks won for Philadelphia because he wasn't really gay or suffering from AIDS? It would have been funny if he was like a genuine method actor and he gave himself AIDS for that movie. But uh, what uh, do you think Ben Kingsley could get away with doing Gandhi now? Oh, I mean, not like could he act in it, but like could they cast? Could they cast an? I don't. I think there'd be a furor, don't you? Yeah. Oh, for sure. If they had a guy now doing that who wasn't from Bollywood, I guess maybe no. No. Uh, Rebecca, what? Uh, all right, so Alan wants to be Gandhi. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, what would uh, your choice be? Um, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I I, I know it's a bad movie, but uh, Harley Quinn, uh, Margot Robbie based her character off of like her understanding of schizophrenia. Yes. And I'm schizophrenic, so like that's perfect. I could I could tol- I could totally be crazy on screen. I never really I didn't I saw did anyone else see did did you guys see Suicide Squad? Yes. What did you think of it? It's a uh, it's fun in places. Yeah. It's a uh, kind of a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I think uh, I like Will Smith in it. Uh, Margot Robbie's pretty good too. But I like Will Smith in it because he just really knows how to be a movie star. So like in the middle of this total disaster you're like, well, I care about that guy." Yeah. <laughs> right. I think the only one one of the issues I had with that is that there's that one scene where all there all this chaos is going on outside and they spend like like almost like 10 minutes just hanging out at a bar oh, yeah. figuring out what they're going to do next. Yeah. That and part's I, terrible. The worst part for me is there's a part where there's like a like a flood down in like the subway system and the uh like croc guy, the crocodile man that they have on their team <laughs> wants to go down there and like find out what's going on and go swimming. <laughs> like That's go, all he, really wants he wants to, to go under the water and and like and solve a problem for them, right? And the army guys are like trying to stop him, and it's like you have a crocodile man, and you're not going to let him do the water thing. <laughs> Why do you have this guy? Yeah, the one thing that he's <laughs> the one reason you have him. Um, I, I next time there's a flood. Next time there's a flood. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I saw Suicide Squad, and I know that people weren't thrilled about it, but yeah. I don't know. I try to suspend my disbelief for almost every comic book movie, and I kind of want to like the majority of it, yeah. and I, I mostly have, uh, until I saw the, um, the um, Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah. That was you one didn't that like I was it? just... No, I thought it was, I didn't actually... I didn't mind the young Lex Luthor, but... Um, yeah. Uh, the, who's it? Who played him in that movie? I can't remember. Eisenberg? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him as Lex Luthor, but... Um, for the most part, uh, I thought that was pretty. Couldn't get to it. Of a movie. I couldn't get to it. I'm too slow to move on a lot of things, and I I'm, I still enjoy the trilogy from Nolan, and it, it just seemed like oh, we're doing another one all of a sudden, and we're taking the Superman note nobody likes. If we're going to put them together with Ben Affleck, and 
I couldn't get there. Yeah, no, and it also just, I mean, I've never been a Superman fan. I've always found yeah. that he can just do too much of everything. Yeah. So, I, I don't agree. know. I'm not on board. Pat, what would uh, your uh, your choice be? Well, um, this is a tough question because, because like, my first impulse is to do, like, like, comedic roles. But then, like, what is that? Like, how is that? If I'm just doing a comedy role that, that someone else did, then... Uh, I would rather do something that's that's much more stepping outside. Right. Of so I thought maybe R two D two might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you literally step inside. Yeah, yeah. Get in the can. Yeah, if I'm R two D two and uh, I, you know I could make some of the noises or I could just like improv lines, whatever you know, just uh, just a reimagining. I also am very familiar with the. Um, Muppet movie, so I could step in and play Kermit Which the Frog, one? no problem. The original, the oh, Muppet okay. movie. Yeah. What'd you think of the most recent thing? The, uh, the movie. Which is the most recent one? I think the. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah. A couple there's, years ago, there's one called The Muppets. I thought was pretty fun. Yeah. And there was one after that that I don't think I saw. Okay, so you. Well, there's the Muppets take Manhattan. And that's, then, yeah, that's ages ago too, though. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, oh, that's oh, like the 80s. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, they, yeah, the they, they made Muppet two movie. Muppet movies recently. There was the. Um, yeah. Oh, there was the. Was it not Jason Sudeikis? Uh, who was the um... no Jason Siegel? Yes, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't actually. I didn't either see either one of those two, but uh, I caught the the Muppet uh, the new Muppet TV show. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, I thought that was so. Yeah, I saw some of that. So well done, and there were some like really funny jokes in it. Like um, I saw one where well Kermit shows up. And um, one of the band members uh, is asleep on one of the couches. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, did you? Why, what, did you? Did you sleep here last night?" He was like, "Yeah, man, I slept here last night." It's like, "Oh, well, why didn't you just go out that door?" Oh, it said fire door, and I didn't want to take a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was just like, "That's no kid is going to get that joke." Yeah, and yeah. it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> The uh, I forgot to I asked this question yesterday when we recorded, and uh, my choice would be um, I don't know. Are you is anyone familiar with the movie Phantom of the Paradise? Oh yeah, no. sure. It's like a Paul ni- Williams. Yeah, and uh, the guy that plays it's like basically like a nineteen seventies glam rock version of you uh, haven't Phant- seen that of Phantom of the Opera. I haven't seen it. No, no. If you want to borrow it, you can. It's uh, it's. The the music's fantastic in it. If you like you Paul the Williams, DVD, I have a DVD of it. Oh my god! And um, but it's Phantom of the Opera, it's 1970s <laughs> sort of glam version of it. And uh, I forgive me for not knowing how the Phantom screws up his face in the original, but in in this one, he gets his face stuck in a letter pre- in a record press. Yeah, and uh, then he's all deformed here. Yeah. But then he has to write this the. the What's music that song that, again? Paul Williams sings it. <laughs> he um, sings everything. Yeah, he sings most of his own stuff. He um, does. Uh, we sings the the hell of it is the uh, the closing credit song. But yeah, but he he, he does the whole soundtrack. Like nineteen seventy nine or something. Seventy, I think it's seventy eight, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So wait, so you would play the Phantom? I would want to play the Phantom. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, the full. Uh, I, I mean, I could show it to you, but I'm uh, not going to. Um, but uh, yeah, but I, I it was just it's it's the frame. It's my favorite role in that. And he wow. has like the the mask, and uh, uh, it's a really it's one of those creepy creepy movies that they used to show on city TV all the time. Yeah. And I remember seeing it as a kid, and the only scene that I would see would be the uh, the big death scene at the end, because oh, yeah. um, I guess uh, we has to figure out a way to kill, I, or is it, is it the Phantom dies when the guy that uh, 
Well, there's a part in it where Swan, who's plays uh, is the head of the Death Records, which is the record label, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and then he gets Winslow Leach, who becomes the Phantom, to um, sign his life away. I love Winslow and Leach. It's a great film. You would love this. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So that's who I would choose. That's uh, and then so we have uh, uh, Harley, Quinn. Mar- Harley Quinn, Gandhi. And uh, R two pop potentially R two D two R two D two I think <laughs> you yeah. swing that R two gig and yeah. you can get some C three PO gear I'll get in <laughs> we could do like mall openings <laughs> off the books mall openings discount I... Star Wars characters <laughs> but yeah but I could see Gandhi Harley Quinn R two D two and the Phantom hanging out all oh, together sure. yeah. and I think in, in uh, doing I, a podcast together <laughs> it, it, try, try to keep this question in mind that uh, in in this scenario. The actual the actual role hasn't been happened to some like like uh, was it Margot Robbie actually yeah. hasn't done Harley Quinn so you would just be stepping in so no one would ever get to compare like Alan Park oh, Gandhi to Ben Kingsley's Gandhi oh so Kingsley. I don't have to compete with Kenny Baker for R two D two no you do not no. okay no. excellent right to it all right I get to define the role does that change does that change anyone's answer no I'm no gonna, okay. I'm going to stick with <laughs> well all right. no it's okay uh. Okay, would you rather see into the future or change the past? David, do you know those things are the same? Well, I don't know who you're asking. So well, let's just so start off. We'll, really we'll, we'll, start with, uh, we'll start with Pat. What would yeah. you rather be able to do? Uh, can I um, see into the future just long enough to see if the technology will exist so that I can change the past? Um I get, uh, <laughs> and you call your past changing time. <laughs> so listen, this is gonna or maybe I'll change the past so that I uh, so that I, I so that I can make it so that I can see the future. <laughs> Either way, I just want to have it all. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> see, the only the only thing, weird thing is about changing the past is then that you don't know what you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, you don't. Know you don't know what, what you're getting what at all. Tra- yeah. Tra- 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 I don't think I don't actually see a lot of value in seeing the future. To be honest. I uh, I think it's um, like if it's if we're talking about a future that cannot change, like if we're if we're talking about like this is the future and not like a, a potential, then I don't really I don't really see a, a, a ton of value in that. I'd say it might be interesting to see how like people are living way in the future or something. But if we're talking about my future, I'm either going to be happy or disappointed. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, I don't know, you know. Be you'll be at Showtime uh, Comedy Club again. Yeah, yeah. If I'm like, oh, I'm back next year. Great. <laughs> I guess. Oh, they still, haven't put a cur- they still haven't put a curtain up yet. Imagine that you get to uh, see into the future, but you don't get to pick like when or, or anything. You just get to look into the future one time. Yeah. And it's just me doing a gig in St. Catharines. That's what I get to see. That would be uh, terrible. <laughs> like, hey, well, I mean, the crowd wasn't terrible. <laughs> Uh, Alan, where, what would you rather be able to do? I would always, I would always say look into the future, but, and I just, I think the Back to the Future, the sports betting thing, is yeah. is the best well, yeah, scenario I mean, because oh, oh, that's true. Yeah, because say to Pat is like you, the you know, sports you betting thing for sure. Your sports and think about you gambling, lottery tickets, you yeah, know, all that stuff, and that would affect your future. But also, sort of like then, but you're not really affecting like the future by just betting on a sports team because that team would have won anyways. So it's not like it's not like the old let's go yeah, back. But and... if I if I could bet every single person, you know, anywhere, 
on the planet that yes indeed the philadelphia eagles are going to win the most recent super bowl and right. take all that money and i win because i know because i saw the future i will affect the world with those winnings trust me I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 if i had billions of dollars i this is why i don't probably i would rebuild the world trade center as is and you know just reconstruct the whole just recreate the whole day for five billion bucks just to see it all happen all over again exactly the same way twice or not that's what i would do but uh i i would i would think i would like to I'm like Pat. I want it all. I would do. I would try to use one to get to the other. But uh, but given the choice here, I would say it would be it would be interesting. Yeah, I'd like to change the past because that would change the future anyway. Yeah, but you wouldn't know what direction the the future is actually going to change into. No, but if you could throw, you know. Woody Harrelson's dad's brother or something into the line of fire of the bullets that killed JFK and he got to live or whatever. Then yeah. you'd be you'd be a different time. They would have pulled out of Vietnam and, you know, there would have been you know, it would have been a whole different story. Probably Bobby wouldn't have got killed and just everything would change, you know. Every time you look at a different way and you don't go that way. It's like sliding doors, that much. Yeah. Yeah, or uh did you ever see the uh, the the butterfly effect? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was actually like I mean if you ever have to recommend an Ashton Kutcher project, <laughs> no one ever puts it. me to that task. <laughs> no, yeah. no one someone's ever holding a gun to your head. Yeah, yeah. Like, Give me the best <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. No, yeah. you have to recommend one. Ashton no one Kutcher ever movie. demands that from me. A lot of unreasonable things I've had to deal with, but never that. No, and Rebecca, what? Where would you go? Definitely change the past. Yeah. yeah, I think that's just so unpredictable, though. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is that like every time I change the past, I'd like I'd go back and I'd like I don't know, I'd save a kid from getting hit by a car, right? And then come back to the future or the present and realize, oh shit, that guy became a fucking serial killer. Right. So then I'd have to go back to the past and like kill the kid myself. Yes. Or like you know, just like like all all these things. I'd like, that would be my full time job. Is like I'd live in my parents' basement and just like go to the past, change shit, come back and be like, oh fuck, I fucked up, and then have to go back. Oh, you'd be constantly just going back and forth and just yeah. changing. Either way, there's a lot yeah. of travel in this. Yeah. Right? This is part of the gift. And it's all traveling all the time. Yeah, yeah, you could try to change one thing over and over until you get the future you want. Yeah. <laughs> you get the result you want. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a complicated one. <laughs> and we're done with it. Let's end it. Yeah. Uh, what, is this, uh, what is one conspiracy theory that you would like to be responsible for exposing whether it to be true or false? To be true or false? Yeah. Okay. I guess how it depends on how uh, how familiar you are with conspiracy theories. Yeah, I got Rebecca? one. Okay, got yeah. one. Yes, we'll start with you. Uh, do you know the Mandela effect? What? Um, I'm gonna say uh, yes, I do. But why don't you just tell Pat and? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Mandela effect is it's uh, based on Nelson Mandela. Because there's a huge group of the population that has distinct memories, including like news clippings and like just discussions and all that of Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 80s. Okay. Um, When he actually, I think it was 2010, he actually died. So uh, uh, there's a bunch of these kind of things like the Berenstein Bears is actually the Berenstain Bears, but we all remember as Berenstain or like... uh, the, uh, the the Star Wars line is not Luke, I am your father. It's actually No, I am your father. Or uh, the Snow White uh, quote is not uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. It's magic mirror on the wall, right? But we all remember it differently, right? 
Okay. So there's a bunch of like conspiracy theories about this where like one of them is that like we're being we're in a computer program and those are all updates that didn't take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or there's uh, yeah, like a glitch in the matrix. Exactly. Yeah. There are glitches in the matrix or there's um, uh, there's the multiple universe uh, sort of explanation. Right. Which says that uh, uh, there's one Max Laugan, I think his name is. Uh, uh, he says that. The particle accelerator experiment that a lot of scientists thought was going to end the world actually did, and basically catapulted us into the universe directly next to ours. Talking and that's about where CERN. In, in uh, is that what you're talking about? What? CERN. Oh no, the the Large Hadron Collider. Oh yeah. That's oh, is that the same I, thing? That's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. So so that's that's another <clears throat> reason people think the Mandela effect occurs. So yeah. So what? So it, is it, there is a conspiracy theory that Nelson Mandela actually died in the eighties? Yeah, but uh, they didn't want to release that fact because yeah. it would just throw everything into chaos. No, no. that's no, not no, the no, theory. No, that's not it. That's no, not okay. the theory. The theory is that um, is that people have memories from two two realities. Yeah, like okay. if you said to someone, yeah, hey, remember when like Nelson Mandela switch. died?" You go, "Yeah, was it CBC? There were big TVs on the wall. Everybody was walking around. I think it was two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Big state funeral. Blah blah blah." And other people would go. Yeah, he died in prison in the 80s. Yeah. He didn't, you know, and he didn't finish out the term that we know that he finished out. And they just have a divergent, a completely different path. It's not like, what was she wearing a red sweater or a blue sweater? It's like a totally different timeline. No. And, and, um, and, and the Hadron Collider that they, that they put together, <laughs> the God particle has apparently either ended the, the, the universe we had or, or caused it to split into another one. Something and um, that's what the theory is. But that's it's, what the so it's, it's funny to me how subtle the differences between these two universes are. Yeah, if, exactly. If it is, like, well, like, that's, like that's how me. boring is this science fiction? You know what yeah. I mean? They were like, well, in one, Mandela died, didn't affect anything. And in a, another, you know, like... In uh, one, he died a little bit later. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen long lists of the Mandela effect thing. Like, I don't... Like, like the actual, like, Nelson Mandela thing is is fascinating to me because that's sort of like a conscious memory that that people have or whatever but like like mi- misquoting things yeah. is different yeah because and because like logos is different because like um uh like misquoting things like the Luke I am your father or or whatever is like like there are things in like Casablanca that uh like play it against Sam it's right. they never said that they said, they said something subtly play different to that but but we had seen like so many like Warner Brothers cartoons that made fun of Casablanca that we like have all these different variations in our in our heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the same thing. There have been so many like Star Wars parodies and other things that Luke, I am your father, is not from the movie. Yeah. It's from somebody talking about the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, but uh, but the Mandela thing's just fucked. It, like when I saw <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. When I saw that at at the. Uh, at the theater on the Danforth, which is now at Tim Hortons. Anyway, <laughs> I saw that movie when I was in high school, and it was so gross and so terrible and so horrifying, and then I had to go back and see it again a couple of weeks later, and I didn't see the second time so many things I swore I saw the first time. Right, oh, That was yeah. my own Mandela effect. Like, right. there's, one, there's one part where he puts her up on a meat hook, <clears throat> and I remember seeing the meat hook pop right out of her chest. 
<clears throat> and hang out, you know. Right. And, and then you go see it again, and and that didn't happen. And for a little while, I was going, they cut that scene out. Right. But by that time, it was a second-run movie at, at a discount movie house. They weren't cutting anything out. I just imagined it more, and I think that's good filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I, I like to believe that it's real because it's, it's so much more exciting to me to be like, it's real, than to be like, oh, there's a logical explanation for every single one. Oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. Uh, but I think Pat's onto something. Is like there's so many things that are, that are not – like another big chunk of the Mandela effect is this uh, – corporate logos <laughs> you know we don't have to they don't we don't have to give our permission to volkswagen to put a little line between the v and the w or yeah 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 they change and, the logos and people the tinker with things over the years yeah yeah know? yeah i just never understand when when it comes to come some conspiracy theories it's like even like the flat earth people i don't understand like if if all of a sudden that um that's like, my favorite conspiracy right now. That, yeah, that's what I, I want to talk about is flat earth. Yeah. Well, let's, do, let's talk about that. Yeah. I don't, one thing I don't understand about the flat earth people is like, if all of a sudden it was true... That the, the one the, thing the, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The multiple things. Let's get into it. That yeah. Is, the, um, like with the flat earth, it was sort of like, well, what, who, who gains anything if all of a sudden the world is flat? You yes. know, I mean, someone right. has to profit yes. from a conspiracy theory being true or false. It's yeah. sort of like nine eleven is an inside job. Okay, well, if they use nine eleven to get into a certain wars, then that's going to benefit these defense contractors, and they're going to be able to do this. this Makes way more sense. Yeah, that, that is. Yeah, mm. I've never heard a compelling reason why um, why governments or anyone is pretending that the world is not what it is. You know what I mean? Like why we're pretending it's it's spherical. Why like NASA has to be just a completely fictional organization where they like where people go to, to MIT and all these places to train to be the best scientists in the world and then go to NASA to sit around and joke. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like it's just insane. Yeah. It's insane. So I would like to I would love for it to be exposed that the world is flat <laughs> just so I could hear explanations from like the head of nasa to say well this is why we lied to you forever yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. like we just wanted to sit around on beanbag chairs and watch <laughs> cartoons and uh, and call it at a place called nasa yeah. but i mean i understand the whole idea behind oh, okay we're gonna fake the moon landing so uh we're one step above russia and we can fall through with kennedy's plan of getting a man on the moon and then it's gonna be yay usa usa that's why they had to fake the moon landing if they did um which, I don't know, there's always moments where I think that they might have faked the first one, but then eventually that they, they got there. But, uh, but yeah, the Flat Earth one is sort of like, why? Yeah, why? Who profits from that? Who, who other than, like, there's no... It's sort of like, it's like, what's the benefit? The to overall anyone? thing that I've read on this topic, if I could jump in, on why that is, because that's what I went to. Because people kept asking me, because I'm, I'm a conspiracy kind of awareness person, researcher for a long time, and 9-11 and Kennedy and all that stuff. And they jumped on me. I didn't even hear about it. I didn't even hear, what do you think about Flat Earth? So the, the more I started to look into it, I realized, like, I don't even want to get into this because it's getting so violent. I don't even want to offer an opinion one side or the other. But I will say that whoever, whichever shape the earth is run on, <laughs> whichever shape we're on, right, there's a lot of demons at the helm. Okay. You know? And so that arced back around into my awareness is like, what's the motive? What's the profit factor? What's the motive factor? And sometimes profit is control, not just money. And so I'm not saying this is what it is. Because I'm completely not invested in this other than to be getting these answers from people. But they say that one of the reasons that they would do it, where they would put this fake notion out there, is that almost everything that's coming from the government that's at a, a large level is 
is artificial and or false anyway. Like telling us the 9-11, if you believe the 9-11 narrative is not the official story, yeah. then why is the government saying that? And there's a reason to go into these wars and fatten the contractors. And all these things have a reason. And the fact that the detractors haven't figured out the reason doesn't prove that there isn't a reason and that they didn't use that as a means to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, sure, sure. So, but I would so, love to know what that reason is. We'd love to know what the reason is. Does and anyone so, have good, like like compelling theories on what that reason could be? Basi- yeah. And the, this the, is, this is, I think this the is, people that make globes, the globe Yeah, well, that's it. They're the hell. <laughs> what are we going to do with all these globes now? That place over there used to be a globe bank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking away our jobs. <laughs> but, but the basic premise being that to best run this planet, and for profit and for control and, you know, whatever they're going to do. The best way to do that is to have people virtually under control. So when you look at religion, that's your, that's your, you're in a control run there. If you're a Jewish person, you're not thinking the same things a Catholic person's thinking or what you're doing. And everybody's got their own little... And the, the theory being, if we're all on the same page, uh, we can take down whoever it is that's actually running and oppressing things, right? So, so basically, they, they keep everything... Hops topsy turvy all the time, including is it round, is it not round, and 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 the stuff that's been researched on it from a long time ago is fascinating. Like okay. there's there's no getting around how interesting that is. Like the old old times of flat Earth research, right? There's so much. Yeah, but of that. before there were photographs from space. <laughs> yeah, before there were photographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah, absolutely. Like that research is is fascinating until it was disproven by photographic evidence, right? Yeah. Well, and I also think too, it's like. But, I mean, people would – you'd be able to see other planets. Well, I mean, I guess you'd see the moon and the sun, yeah. and those are all round. Yeah. So I'm all sort of like, well, well why, the, why, why are we so special that well, our No, I'm not saying flat? it isn't. I'm just saying what would be the motive yeah, if yeah, it were yeah, really yeah. flat to, to, to convince you that it's round? What would be the motive? It is to control you because yeah. if it's flat – okay, here's a flat table for the listeners. <laughs> this is what Admiral Byrd said is like basically – you know, the way the United Nations logo is the flat earth, right? Like it has the, the, the continents all splayed out in a flat circle and the edges there. So basically, you've got this thing floating in space, <clears throat> and uh, that's the earth. And instead of being a ball, it's more like a cone, mm-hmm. and, and it's slightly convex. Mm-hmm. So when you see it from outside, of course it's a round earth, you know what I mean? But basically, you have this. And then according to Admiral Byrd, he said, there were, this, is, this is an American military explorer guy, he said that you can breach through the southern end of Antarctica to get to another <clears throat> green space, flower and animal space, uh, continent the size of North America, which needs to be explored. So if that's all on, a, on one level, maybe there's other people living around there in those other, they say there's 33 other chunks of territory mm-hmm. surrounding the earth, which is in the middle, and the North Pole being literally the middle, the center of all of it. Oh. So we don't want people knowing there's other all these other people, and that and this ties in the alien conspiracy. They're not coming from out of space. They don't need that if it's flat Earth. They're coming from beyond this breach and on all these other on uh, all those other areas of, of people. Yeah, okay. and that's that's what it is. So, but I mean, I get it. It's probably completely nuts, right? But there is a reason. That's the first thing I started to look at. Why would you want us to think? What's the benefit? And that's what it is. Is like. We don't need to know all the truth about everything because we will become ungovernable. That's right. basically it in a nutshell. Hmm. So, I mean, that would be pretty impressive if someone was like, oh, hey, do you know the Earth's flat? So, yeah, who'd you hear that from? Oh, Alan Park. 
That was basically. I'm not saying it's flat. I'm saying the reason why people say it's flat, there is the motive. Like it's like, well, what do they to gain? The money or the, you know, it is. There is a motive if it, if that's what they're pushing. Right. There would be a motive if it were flat to convince everybody it's round. To convince everybody the president was shot by one man, right? To but that's con- you know, that's just. That uh, but basically, what you're saying is it's a, like um, a blanket motive for conspiracy theories, right? That it's yeah, that it's control. That it's yes. just a yeah. Okay, that's it. But I'm not saying that has veracity. That it's definitely the case. I'm just saying that's the best answer I've heard to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. To this question. Um, what uh, and, and Pat, did you have an actual uh, conspiracy theory that? Uh, no, I wanted to talk about flat Earth, but but do you know this theory about? Um, Trump and his son Baron being time travelers? <laughs> no, I don't yeah, know that. One. It's uh, it's pretty wild. Well, what, how does that it's one pretty start? Wild. I don't know much about it. I don't know much about it. Uh, but Dan Gallia was showing me some stuff. Uh, he thought it was pretty funny, but it was uh, somebody like a like a relative of of Trump's, a, a lawyer named John Trump, a couple generations back, was a uh, involved with uh, MIT, involved with Tesla. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, anyways, the theory is is about him having a time machine or something. This John Trump. It says Trump right on it. Yeah, <laughs> Trump yeah. time. And Trump, then, Trump time machine. And then like the weird like like uh, supposedly compelling uh, uh, thing about this is that um, is that there's like a book from a long time ago called The Adventures of Baron Trump. Okay, and uh, I mean he could have been named after that or 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 whatever. But the the idea is that the idea is that they're both time travelers. Actually, part of this theory part of this theory is that um, there are uh, like that Mike Pence is also a time traveler and that there are millions of him. You should look that up. <laughs> <laughs> There's like millions of Mike Pence's. Yeah, where yeah. are like where yeah. where are they all? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But but uh, oh man, I wish I could remember more of this because uh, they showed a picture of somebody that they said was that was like a politician's wife, and or like this is a female Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would always, I'm, I was always, uh, I always thought it would be funny if, if you could actually be the guy that proved that Bigfoot existed. Oh yeah, yeah. And if you were the guy that I don't, I don't know if you would want to capture a Bigfoot or uh, or. And, I mean, I'd hate to think that. Uh, I mean, are there's even when it, when it comes to Bigfoot, are, is the theory that there are is that there's only one Bigfoot, or there are like families of Bigfoot and? No, I think I think there it's evolved into like it's a it's a species. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be interesting to be be the guy that actually the abominable snowman, the Yeti, same yeah. thing. There's tons of them apparently. Yeah. You just I, have to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. I, I think it would be interesting that if you were both the guy that proves that, that Bigfoot does exist, and when you found him, then you find out that Bigfoot's a pedophile. Because <laughs> then there would be this whole big... Like, see, that's why he didn't want to be found. He wanted to just leave him in the woods. And then it's tough to be a myth and find someone with a foot fetish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Uh, let's see. The next question is... Um. Okay. Uh, if you could choose one comic book superpower, what would it be? And this is a two-parter. And then the second question is: <laughs> If your superpower was having sex with dead people and it would bring them back to life, would you use that superpower? We could always just answer the second part of the question. That's what Deanne Smith wanted yeah. to do yesterday. We didn't even get to oh, what okay. our individual powers would be. I'll just say very quickly: It's it's flight. 
I just uh, it's just what I flight. Every, every time I'm standing on a balcony, I imagine just flying off that balcony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. And uh, I'm maybe glad I you, don't. Maybe if you knew that you could fly, you might not just jump off that often. Yeah, or maybe yeah. you would just jump off all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that's all. But if but if you, you want to talk about the second part of that question, um, of course you would have to do it. <laughs> Right, <laughs> you'd have to do it, but you have to be really picky about who you would fuck back to life, right? Because people would want you to do it all the time, yeah, all the time, and you can't. You have to have a rule for that you like can't do it for old people because not just because it's gross to have sex with a dead old man, but, <laughs> but also because what if it was Kurt Douglas? But also because if somebody. Because they're about to die again if you bring them back to life. And then you have to fuck them again. Then you're in this wow. eternal loop of fucking somebody's grandfather back to life. because you're supposed to be a superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then, you know... The... It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, then I was sort of like, I don't think if you fuck them... when If you fuck them back to life, do they come back at the same age they were just before they died? I'd like to think not. Maybe they could come back as a healthier version of themselves. Well, if before. that's true, then the, then my rule would be, and I wouldn't force anyone to do this, but I would certainly tell the family before I brought them back to life that um, that if I fucked them back to life and then they're like in their prime or whatever, then they have to let me fuck them alive. Then, like, if the if you're interested, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe you're just a one off. Yeah, you yeah, know. you know, like I don't make me only fuck dead people. Yeah, well, then you. Well, <laughs> See the other thing too is like, would you want to do it for? Uh, well, here, let me, let me, we'll, 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 we'll get everyone superpower, and then we'll get back to having sex Who's with dead people. After this, we'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, Rebecca, what would you want your one superpower to be? Oh, I don't know. I can tell you mine. I, I always, I will always choose teleportation oh. because I'm constantly late for everything, and yeah. uh, even if you could just be like, ugh. and of course, I wouldn't want it to be the kind of teleportation like in the Terminator movie where you showed up naked, because then you'd have to like. If you were going somewhere, you had to like call your friends, like, "Hey, can you get a bathrobe there? Because uh, <laughs> this isn't going to be pretty." But um, uh, so that—that's what I would want, just because I'm constantly late, and uh, it would just be so darn convenient. Okay, uh, healing, super, super healing powers. Oh, for yourself? For myself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like, I, I got a lot of like issues, you know, like like bodily issues. If I could just like not have those, oh. Be great. All right, it'd yeah. be cool. Also, I mean, would you want to also be able to heal other people too? Ah, uh, they can go fuck themselves. Okay. Well, then, then that that sort of <laughs> falls in line right, with yeah. having the sex with the dead person to uh, uh, bring them back to life. Where <laughs> where do you stand on that? Like anyone from the Twenty Seven Club, I would fuck them back to life for sure. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess it also depends. On that how... is some cherry picking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess so, sort of like um, small club. Well, uh, well, you do that to. Jim Morrison. I guess also it depends on what do you consider a sex act to be as well. Because Deanne Smith said this when we recorded her episode. It was like, well, for a guy, is it is it uh, you know P into V sex? Because then for a girl, like what would... Like, how I mean, would you, you have just... sex with a dead person? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 I guess that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like yeah. scissors. It, it, yeah, does it have to be oral at that point, or <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Or can you just finger someone back yeah. to life? <laughs> you could just man, you know. if I could finger someone, <laughs> that's a whole different ball game. Anyone, anytime. I'd like to see those gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and then, how old is the do- like? Could you literally do it to Abraham Lincoln if you could find him? And but that would just be. I guess there should there still be some flesh on the bones. Did you know that Abraham Lincoln used to go visit his son after he died in the in his crypt and hold him for hours? 
No, I didn't. Anyway, Abraham Lincoln would love to have this power. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it would be nice to go back into the past. I thought you were going to say Abraham Lincoln grabbing his kid is actually Baron Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you don't go there. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Alan, your own uh, personal uh, superpower? I've liked this. uh, I've liked Flight before, absolutely. That was probably my first one, you know, watching Superman and and preferring Batman. But it's like, well, Superman can fly. That's awesome. But um, when the X-Men came around, I guess that whole morphing into someone else is kind of neat. Oh, yeah. That's oh, it's, the uh, Mystique's power. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of like the invisibility thing. Um, you know, only with invisibility, I'm always amazed at the clothing deal. You know, yeah. How, how, how are you making that yeah, yeah. not be seen? Um, Hollow Man or whatever, Kevin Bacon. But I like the being able to... It's always cool when, uh, you know, some freaky dude with a beard and a chainsaw turns into some hot blue gal who's got blue scales, right? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, to be able to just sort of flip and morph. And it's it's almost the transportation aspect covered as well because, you know, you could just materialize as someone else, some other place, and um, and get away with things in that in that way. So I'd like to do that, morphing into different characters, having sex with dead people. Yeah, if that was your superpower, because then you would just be so accused of being so selfish too. If you were like, "No, I don't want to do it to this person," yeah, and then would you, you would. do it for money? Do you, would you have to get paid for it? Well, again, you know, you got to have a sliding scale. I mean, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, oh, you have to bring Mother Teresa back to life. Well, I think I might have to charge a little more for that than the Marilyn Monroe rescue journey. You know? Right? Yeah, I might not want to bill so high on, on, on the super hot ones and the megastars like that. But, you know, some other people, you'd have to run up the bill. You'd have to run up the... It costs money to break down like that. <laughs> well, I mean, then there's uh, the amount of... You'd have to consider would there be any public shaming involved? Like, oh, you're the guy that does that? And you charge people for it? Yeah. Because then it'd be... Uh... Yeah, that would just be a lot to like uh, worry about. Every well, then I would fall back on the the whole thing that's going on right now, which is basically, look, we have to accept everyone for who they are, right? <laughs> Let's not attack anybody anymore. And if I'm the guy that fucks dead people back to life, I'm going to claim the same <laughs> safety there. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty pretty awesome awesome power for the most part. Uh, okay, well, I think we so we so I think everyone here would. All the time, yeah. Do do that. Do yeah, that. you probably would, yeah. And then does it that the people came back would be collectively known as the Grateful Dead? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess and then what What would then, uh, would they, well, they would be in forever in debt to you, wouldn't they? If... That's what they I, say, I, but I think when you rack up like 10 or 20 of those, you just go, that's okay, I, I'm covered with that. <laughs> well, also then you have to consider, like, do they necessarily want that? What if they found out that that's how they came back to life and then they were upset? I'm just like, I oh, think that wait. would happen all the time. Yeah. That's not my problem, though. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> really not. That wasn't Somebody the... asked me to fuck them back to life. I did it. I did my job. I'm gone. You know, I'm gone. I'm not uh, responsible for your 7 Eleven <laughs> job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving on to the next dead person. That's what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. What, in your opinion, is the most overrated musical group or artist, and which is the most underrated musical group or artist? This is the question that replaced the fast food one that I had the other day. <clears throat> the most overrated and underrated musical efforts. Yeah. All right. This is kind of a tough one because it's sort of like, you know, there's always moments where I'm sort of like, I, uh, that was like one guy, one, one guest, it was actually George Westerholm said the Beatles for the most overrated. Yeah. Right. Because uh, 
And I kind of agree with them that that just their their later albums. I mean, I thought that they're great, but um, they're just they're not as much fun as their earlier stuff. Because I think people fall in love with their early pop stuff and their uh, their like sort of you know their their early hits. But um, and then and a lot of the old, once once they get sort of into the white album and stuff like that, they turn into like a lot of grumpy old men more than actually just like hey we were, we liked you guys before when you're the four mop tops. But I can see someone saying the the Beatles are the most. Oh yeah, they say it all the time. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because everybody talks about them as the greatest band of all time. So when you when you do that, enough people are going to be like, it can't be the greatest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so whatever. That's. You're going to hear the Beatles all the time on that one. I got the most underrated band. It's ELO. Okay. That's the most underrated band. And I don't say they're the best band in the world, but they're the most underrated band of all those guys. I mean, look at Jeff Lynne. He, he wrote almost all that stuff. It had, they had a unique sound like nobody else, and uh, they never got to superstardom, but pretty big in the late 70s. But then he's a traveling Wilbury, and uh, I think most people don't even think about him or know who they are. No, he had a great. There was a really cool song off that one album. He had, uh, I think it came out in the. I can't remember when it came out, but it was like one of the recent like Jeff Lynne albums uh, from uh, Armchair Theater. Okay. Uh, anyways, that was yeah. There was, there was a, a great single off that one. Uh, Rebecca, most underrated and most overrated. Mm, I don't that's even hard. know. How, you, that's so hard. That's <laughs> okay. I need a bit of time anyway. Let's split these up. Okay. Just, I had to get that ELO up. <laughs> okay. No, ELO is a good one because. Because seeing him as one of the traveling Mulberries, you know, yeah. everybody else there was just a total legend. Right. And ELO wasn't, just never got as big as those guys. Right. But like, was like, all these guys think this guy's cool enough to be here. Right. You talk <laughs> you know? to them about yeah, him. So, and go, oh, he's amazing. So he you know? must be something else. Yeah, he is you know? something else. Yeah. It, it just, he's, he's underrated. Yeah, for sure. Or the whole band, the whole thing. Yeah. And Rebecca, where, 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 uh, you can just give us a, a, either one of your overrated or underrated, and then eventually we'll get back to finding out what Alan's uh, overrated. overrated. Okay. Okay. Uh, overrated for me is like One Direction, I guess. That kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? And that closes the discussion. I can't possibly <laughs> argue with that. <laughs> They're no O-Town. Oh, yeah. Right. O-Town. <laughs> Um, but, uh, well, I don't know. I kind of want to think that every one of those bands are overrated. Yeah. Like every sort of like semi sort of, well, boy band. What, I mean, was there, well, but then again, people still freak out when they, when they have reunion concerts. Well, that's what like those that. things were like with a boy band. It's like, if you're not into that stuff, it's easy to say that that music's just junk. Right. But there's so much of it that if you like it, then what what is good and what is bad in it you know what i mean like like if you like it what is it you like and how do you decide that something is good and something is yeah, bad who's the best i can't one? who's the worst cuz i can't tell right at all well, well, <laughs> is i know new that kids on the block better than one direction like that kind I, of thing right? yeah i don't yeah, know, I don't know. Who knows? no concept well i know but i mean that that's that sort of boy band sort of like genre keeps coming back around yeah. and i certain in 10 years there'll be like another wave of sort of boy bands like that and probably another like you know like ten or eight years. Or well, so. managers know they make money. Well, and, and, also, and, and yeah. you know Simon Cowell's not it's a fool. It's about girls, teenage girls falling in love. With yeah, them. that's that's the packaging. And yeah. then and then you know and then once those uh, girls Weird. either move on to other artists, then there's like another generation, another wave of sort and of. Where did that come fans. from, by the way? The young girls falling in love. We're back to the Beatles now. See that that's another influential thing. I don't think people were going as nuts and crazy a la Beatlemania. 
and it well, keeps getting like replicated. Is an extension of the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's that. There's the old one where um, I guess it was a uh, yeah, uh, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper died. Yeah. And then there were all these sort of like, and Elvis went into the army, and then Little Richard was basically bankrupt, and I think Chuck Berry wasn't playing music. So I think right in around 1959, all these. Yeah. Oh, and Jerry Lee Lewis wasn't making music anymore because he had the scandal with his uh, marrying his right. cousin and stuff. And then so because that the, that Buddy Holly tour was taken over by all these teen idols at the time, like uh, how was it? Uh, like uh, like I think well Fabian was one of the teen idols, right. and basically so so that Frankie was sort of like Valley, yeah, maybe him. But I mean, also so that whole sort of they always think about that that rock tour. Well, that one from that poster up there was uh, taken over by all these sort of more corporatized sort of like right. uh, artists that weren't really, you know, rock and roll musicians then. And they started, that was the sort of the first sort of teenage wave of, and, uh, and then sort of the early 60s. Actually, basically until the Beatles showed up, yeah. it was all like really sort of bubblegum sort of teen music then. But. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I don't. I think one of the bands that I still find kind of overrated is, is the band is a, uh, and I know people go crazy for them is uh, is Rush. I was just gonna say Rush. Yeah, I don't get Rush. No, I'm sort of like I know. I get that you don't get it. get it, but how do you think they're overrated? I think they're underrated. Well, uh, I mean, what that would be because you like them, right? I do like them, but I've also seen like the, you know how I mean. Because I've followed them all those years, I, I don't see that they're super popular at all. They have like two songs that ever get played on the radio. Right. And everybody hates them. That's all you ever hear. <laughs> if you're not at a concert, <laughs> it's like Grateful Dead or something. Well, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like they're like the one band that like that had like this huge legion of fans that, that go crazy right. for them. But I'm always sort of like, I don't, uh, I don't really get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people like songs by the Eagles, but they don't like the Eagles. Yeah, that's weird, too. Yeah. The one, yeah, the what one is from, that about? Do you think? I think it's just because the Eagles were so popular. Yeah, or, yeah. But they also had these massive divisions in the band. Right. And if you liked Felder, you were pissed off at Henley. Yeah. And vice versa, and there was a lot of acrimony there. Right. And, and so whoever you like in the band is probably your reason for being pissed off about the. You know, that's why they took a fourteen-year gap until they were lured into getting back together and. That was the first band that I remember having that was like charging like five hundred bucks for oh, yeah, yeah, Hell yeah, Freezes yeah. Over tour. Yeah. yeah. Hell Freezes Over yeah. Again yeah. tour. <laughs> Good video though. Yeah. <clears throat> but um I mean that's <clears throat> gotta be look, I think the Eagles are a pretty <clears throat> decent band, but um but at those prices it feels overrated, right? Yeah, it oh, feels yeah. over it feels overrated. Yeah. I do love them, but I, I yeah. think it's overrated. It was too much money. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, to get but I remember that was the concert series that were, was like first I first heard about. Yeah, what five hundred bucks a seat? Yeah. Are you kidding? Everybody me? Everybody else at that echelon was like one twenty, one thirty at that time. Yeah, I also like I I love Tom Petty and R.I.P. But um, his last couple tours uh, was when it was like seriously like oh I should see Tom Petty because I never did. Yeah, but then he just priced himself way out. Like it was just it was just so much money. Well, also even the Rolling Stones near the end, or in if you go and see them on tour, like a t ticket's like seven hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, which seems yeah. like such a disaster. I mean, I don't know how many wives Mick Mick has, but to, that he has to keep you know <laughs> shelling money out to. But it's like sort of like guys, like seven hundred dollars. Like, yeah, you know that's not really a cool band anymore. That if you know no. when you're charging that much, and I always hate to use like Kid Rock as an example of like. 
well, this is kind of cool for Kid Rock, but I mean, he only charges like twenty, like thirty bucks a ticket or something like that. For yeah, yeah. concerts. Yeah, that's why he's going to be president. <clears throat> My overrated be <laughs> I'm not. I, I wouldn't be surprised. My overrated on that category is, is uh, I guess it would be, um, I guess it would be you too. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Just, just um, like the same from basically what you guys were saying about about Rush. It's just like, yeah, just I don't hate it. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't, you know, if it comes on the radio, I'll listen to it. But it, it's, I've never understood the passion. Um, and so I think they're overrated. What now? What about uh, someone said before uh, they found the tragically hip overrated? Oh yeah, sure. People found the tragically. Yeah, hip now overrated. I'm a huge hip fan. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, I think that the, I don't know. The thing about the hip is that like, it's the classic. You don't hate the band, you hate the fans. Right? Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. like a, a, a real idea of what a hip fan is, and I hate it. <laughs> and I'm a huge hip fan. Like I just don't think it's. I don't think it's very connected to the to who the hip were. I think it's sort of uh, they were a popular bar band, and then and then they did themselves uh, sort of a disservice, but it also made them popular by referencing Canadian cities and referencing hockey and stuff like that. That made them like really like Canadiana for people, uh, and it wasn't really about the art anymore. You know, like people that were going to see them would only bought the first three albums but we're like Wah! yeah 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 because it was yeah. like just about do you think they canadianize themselves too much out of sort of more global popularity um no but i th- no but i think that once they gave up on global popularity they leaned into being canadian more right yeah because it's like blue rodeo doesn't really do that i mean but i mean i think but they're not huge globally either no 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 i suppose so too <laughs> Uh, any, have you have you come up with uh, so uh, oh, ten, oh, not, uh, oh darn it what was oh, your choice One Direction One Direction <clears throat> now that was the British one were they you're overrated or you're underrated what <laughs> overrated okay overrated. and underrated have you thought of your underrated one yet um I don't know all those all those uh, hipster indie artists. You know that no one really knows about yet. The all every single one of those guys. <laughs> like <I'm lying>. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, all, all those ones that nobody knows, but and that you you can't name either. You say they're underrated, and we don't know their names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, uh, like Andrew Jackson Jihad, <clears throat> I guess that kind of thing. That, no. I'm no. yeah, you yeah. lost me. Right. Well, to me. I just um, I just call them AJJ. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I think uh, if I had to pick my uh, underrated one, um, I would. I'd like to think uh, I would probably go with Beck. Actually, oh yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, that's underrated. And then uh, you know what? Who I might throw into the overrated category is Billy Joel. Oh yeah, I mean I like Billy Joel, and I want to say, but I'm like, I mean, would I go and see Billy him Joel? Calls? Has um, what he's built for himself is amazing because now he has the best contract in the world. He does 12 shows a year at Madison Square Gardens and most years that's it. That's all he does. He gets paid two million a show and he gets, he just get he like, uh, he lives in, in New Jersey on a lake and they just flies, <laughs> they fly him in a helicopter to Madison Square Gardens. He does a sold out show, makes two million dollars, flies home, uh, Whatever has ribs in a cigar and goes to bed. <laughs> Who's his manager? It's, I like this. Sound yeah, that. it's that is the sweet. greatest. He <clears throat> did it. Yeah, Billy Joel did yeah, it, man. Man, that is something. That is a good gig, though. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. I suppose, but has he ever had like one of those runs in like Vegas or anything like that? I guess he doesn't need to if he just does Madison Square Gardens. No, no. He he turned New York into his Vegas, which is the um, a 
most astonishing thing. Wow, yeah. t- and, and two shows. How many shows of the year does he do? Twelve, shows, well, a year. 12 shows a year. Once one, a yeah. month. Once a month. <laughs> no, maybe it's not twelve. Maybe it's maybe it's six. Yeah, I think it's six. Every I think it's months. one every two two months. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's. And then does he do things like show up at a piano bar somewhere and blow everybody away? I don't know. Away? Maybe. You know, Paul McCartney maybe used to do that. Might have fun sometimes. Yeah, that would be good. I've, I've seen that footage of like Paul McCartney showing up at some like little yeah. bar in like off of, out in California somewhere and then playing a couple tunes. Yeah, that's know. pretty cool stuff. I like that residency thing. That looks neat. That's where Elton John is now, right? Vegas. Only that. No more tours, kind of thing. Yeah, well, and Celine Dion's there old. too. But I always keep thinking that like if you had a residency somewhere, wouldn't you just get I don't know. Wouldn't you just get so blasé about it? And like, just be like, George oh, Wallace just finished a 10-year residency in Vegas. 10 years? Year. Yeah, he did 10 years. Well, what does that mean? Vegas. Every weekend he's in Vegas? Well, I think every night he's in Vegas. Every night for I 10 th- years? I think so, in- yeah. I think he was the act at one of the casinos. God. And he was there for, for 10 years. It That's was unbelievable. Huge 10-year contract. And then, like, I follow him on Twitter, and he's the best. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like... Uh, but when he finished his contract, he was like, book me everywhere. I want to see the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to get out of here. He's totally got cabin fever. And he's a strict no buffet uh, written into his contract. Wow. Uh, Alan, did, you, did, you, did we make a decision on your... Uh, your um, Overrated man? You too. Oh, oh, you said you too. You okay. too, yeah. All right, I think that we got that down. In the name of love, I said it. All right, now, uh, next question. Would... Um, would you rather be put in a maximum security federal prison with yes. the hardest of <laughs> the hardened criminals for one year, or would uh, you be put into a relatively lax prison where they were all Wall Street types uh, and you're held there for 10 years? Oh, God. That's an interesting <laughs> question. Well, honestly, um, I want to say that I would do the one year and get it over with. I want to say that. That seems like the right answer. But I don't think I could actually do it. Yeah. I think I'm too scared. I think I'm like, I'm just not a tough person. <laughs> I'm a sensitive man. Yeah. I think that uh, I think that there are just too many variables. Just anything could happen. I think the other. I think I would take the ten years. I think it would be great to make friends with all these Wall Street types for Finger one thing. Types, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then I, whatever I do. Um, I try to do comedy all all the time there. You know what I mean? <laughs> In prison. Yeah, why yeah. not? Why not? It's like a <laughs> it's like a real country club prison, right? Like I I try to start an open mic night or something. Yeah. I think I would like I would love to see your improv troupe in prison. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, can we have a non geographical location outside of prison? <laughs> okay, all right, in a grocery store. I haven't been in one in twenty can, years. Can we need an occupation? Can't have one. I'm incarcerated. <laughs> I have to check off that box on an application now. Uh, what I think a uh, uh, yeah, do I you th- think you're up for the whole like go punch the toughest guy in the face thing so that you'll never be his bitch deal? You think you is that you still really a rule? That is that in? still what they? I don't know. I don't want to get there to find out if that's still a rule. Yeah, well, I <laughs> we're just barely scraping through some social changes here. Like Hollywood studio mo- studio moguls shouldn't be fucking women to get apart, right? So I think whatever's going on in prison is still pretty rampant. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think none of that stuff's gone away. I think that's all happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those are plus. You're talking a maximum security prison. You're talking. People that are locked up for life who don't give a shit about anything anymore. Right. Yeah, that's true. Anything. There's nothing to lose. You know what I mean? And they already weren't very good people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I have a problem thinking there's probably not a lot of Wall Street types that are, you know, sharpening their, like, toothbrush into a knife <laughs> so they can stab you in the shower. Where, where, where would you rather be? I don't know. Rebecca? Bernie Madoff's probably got some of that shit going on. Well, he's not. Yeah. He's always the one hook whenever uh, people talk about, you know, whenever they do that whole Hillary Clinton locker up thing, I'm always sort of like, well, no, no, rich people don't go to jail in America. Right. And they're always like, eh, well, what about Bernie Madoff? Right. I was like, well, that's only because he stole money from other rich, rich people. Rich people, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> so, yeah, when you hurt their own, then they're going to lock you up. Where would, where would you be? One year in the hardest of hard? Yeah. Or, now, what if, it, what if it was changed to five years instead of ten in a fairly light security one? Because if, if it was ten years, I think that I would try to go through with the one year in the maximum security. But if it was only five years, I think I would probably take the five years in the uh, in the lightly guarded prison. Yeah, I feel like the lightly guarded prison would still be prison and would still suck almost as much as the uh, maximum security prison. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I do the hardest. Hard, how would you phrase that? Hardest to the hardest? Hard time, five years. The hardest hard to the hard time. end. In the uh, hard time one year, in the, in, yeah, in a maximum security federal prison, or you know, like just decide. Uh, like I feel like if I went to prison, I'm the kind of person who would be very affected by it, and then like end up back in prison, like back and forth the rest of my life. Right. You know, so I might, I might just do the, the career criminal, the maximum security prison, and just try to like get myself offed somehow. I think that I think if if but if you knew that you were only going to be there for one year, yeah, it would be easy to count down. To when you're getting out. But then again, if you fucked up somehow, and I guess you could get more years added onto your sentence if you weren't uh, like all full of best behavior. But then again, if you knew that it was only going to be a year, you might just be your best best all the time. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. So anyways, th- those are my... I, I would probably... Uh, see, a lot can happen in 10 years. <laughs> so that's why it's always if it was five, I'd probably. So I would go with the one in the hardest. Here's the, the other thing about the 10 years is that being in prison for 10 years is a lot like being a duck. You know, like you have no pressure on you. Right. Nobody's like, what's he up to? Is he, <laughs> is, when's this guy going to put out his album? You know what I mean? Nobody cares. There is like if you got just the travel bug. somewhere. What? There is if you got the travel bug. You know, when you want to oh, see yeah, the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dealing with that while you're clinked up. That yeah, that's for sure. Be... That's for sure. Yeah, but it's not like the Eiffel Tower is going anywhere. No. But then but... again, if you, I suppose if you went into, I guess if, if we ask you this question and if it was like, uh, you know, January 1st, 2001, and then you were like, oh, I'll, I'll go into prison for a year. And then you were like, I always wanted to see the World Trade Center. <laughs> and then that is what well, you were like, oh, fuck. You can't do it. So, yeah. Uh, what, uh. You just watch a lot of Woody Allen movies from before that. <laughs> but uh, so what? So so you would take the one year, Rebecca? Yeah, yeah. And then Alan, where where do you stand? Well, I think I would take the one year as well. I, because I thought about this a while ago, and the one thing I have, I totally agree with what Pat said, by the way, but I, I'm older now. And you get that hammer a little bit. You go to prison. It's not like you're going to drop the soap boops. I'm sticking it in, right? You go, listen, I'm an old man. Get out of here. <laughs> and they give you a little bit of level of respect that, that, you know, you wouldn't get if you were some 23-year-old smartass going to do hard time, right? Right. And so I think I would go in there and want to tough it out and just try to get out of there. And pro- probably a better book out of it. Yeah. Probably a better book out of that than the lazy-ass 10-year cruise. 
And, um, yeah, I would just hunker down for that and hope not to get more time. But I think that if I were in jail for 10 years with easygoing uh, Wall Street guys, I might get my sentence tripled when I killed some of them. Yeah, that's true, in too. Because I would do that. You know, I would, you, you did what for the collapse? And you made how much money on the bailout? <laughs> Jesus. I think I'm going to slice your throat. You know, and all of a sudden I'm doing 20 or 30 years. And then I probably do it in that hard time. Yeah, they put anyway. you in the hard time on that. You know, so I think I'll just go in one time clean, respect everybody else's thing, read a bunch of books, keep my nose down, and tell everybody that I'm older than they are. Uh, who, who's the one? Who's that celebrity that got mixed in with uh, Heidi Fleiss? Uh, was it Michael? No, well, yeah, it was um, Sheen. <laughs> yeah, no, not the Michael. Madam? Mad- not Michael Madsen. Um, no, it's uh, I see him. Uh, Tom Sizemore. Tom, Tom Sizemore. Sizemore. Right? Yeah. yeah, so Tom Sizemore. He was a, a guest on the Howard Stern show, and he was talking about because he actually went into a hard time prison. Yeah. for a little while, and he said that um, he kept it cool, right? I think yeah, yeah, <laughs> he kept it together. Uh, he said, "What do you do if you get into a scrap with someone in prison? The, the, the best defense is if you try to bite the guy's nose off. Right, and then yeah. once some, once you get your teeth onto someone's nose, they're immediately like, okay, well, I'm not going to punch this guy in the head until he lets go of my nose. They're immediately like, okay, they're going to they'll, they'll stop fighting right away. Uh, well, I think my strategy might be to just try to stay as sick as I can. Yeah, <laughs> constantly be licking you walls don't like the and toilet <laughs> things. Just be trying to always be coughing and barfing and sneezing and shitting so that nobody wants to come near me. Yeah, you don't like year. the strategy of just knowing how to bite a guy's nose. That's nah, not. That's not I'll for you. Sneeze at him. <laughs> See, I would just sort of worry if if you, if you got attacked and you started to bite someone's nose. And then what if you just didn't get the proper signal and then you just ended up biting off his nose completely? Yeah. And then, then you would have like a you. death sentence. Then you would always be like, oh, you're the guy that took my nose. Yeah. Yeah, he's never going to forget that you bit off his nose. No. 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 Every and time you, have you to look like, in the mirror. And he's like your roommate. So it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of it depends on, on, on you, whether you're sharing a cell. And you probably are. Yeah, no. You no, probably no. are. You probably definitely are in the easy time place, sharing a cell with somebody. Oh, in the easy time place? Because yeah. I think the conditions would be better if you were in one of the more sort of uh, country club sort of... Well, let's get Conrad Black on the phone. He knows all about it. Did, did he? Uh, how much time, how much time did he end up doing? He did some time. He did a, he did a couple, three years or something? Something, like, did that, something yeah. like that. And it, again, I think he burned people that were also wealthy. Because I was surprised as shit when he was found guilty and had to do time. I couldn't believe it. Oh, all right. Well, I guess he's the other guy that, uh, yeah. You, well, you Martha fuck Stewart over. went to jail. Yeah, Martha yeah. Stewart did. Oh, yeah. But did she actually, she didn't rip anyone off, though. She just had the, her it was little, insider trading, yeah. 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 So that does that actually hurt anybody? I mean, other than helping yourself out, what does insider trading really? I guess, I guess, it I guess you're for ripping others. off the people that you're buying from because you're, in a way, I don't know. It's unfair to others. I think it's just the spirit of unfairness, right? Because yeah. uh, I've got my money in the market, and how come you know this extra stuff? You yeah, know? that's yeah. that's basically like the the big short. Was it? Did you see that? Yes, yeah, yes, I did see that. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. All right, so have we? What uh, we we all were sort Rolling. of like leaning on the, uh, uh, the one year. Oh, the Pat one year. To do ten. <laughs> I'll do ten. Yeah. You 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 would go with the ten. Yeah, I'll do oh, ten. Okay, he's doing ten. I'm ready to do ten anytime. I guess so. And if you were. <laughs> And if you were in that in this sort of the more country club prison, I'm sure you would have, you know, you wouldn't need. I'm sure you would have access to TV and internet. And yeah, you could just oh be yeah, like, yeah, sure. 
Think of all, think of all the Facebook things. Think of, think of all the Facebook friends you'd p- be pissing off when you'd be. Yes. Oh, you know, I'm going to go to your show. I'm going to go. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. It's like ah, you can't. I thought we're, I thought you were going to show up there. But even <laughs> though I would be curious in seeing your uh, your. Uh, uh, your maximum security improv troop. I'd be sick of getting all those notifications in my box from Pat Thorne's doing a gig at Leavenworth tonight. <laughs> I'm still not going. Okay. <laughs> okay um, now here's one question that we could answer, but I'll give you the other a choice of a different one too. Um, we can either answer, and sometimes people have a difficult time with this because I think they think about it too seriously. Um, if you had to be in the middle of a human centipede, uh, who would be in the front or, and who would be in the back? Um, oh. And you, you obviously would be in the middle. Or uh, we could answer the question, uh, what would be the first thing that you would do as a ghost? Whoa. Oh, okay. Or it's either or. Yeah. Let's, let, me, uh, let me get a further clarification. The human centipede thing, are we just trading on like sexuality here? Or, or is there other, can we get into other kind of things as well? Well, it'd be a matter of like, well, like who's... You know who's who do you want to whose butt butt do you want to be attached to? And right, right. So it's basically who who do you best see yourself with in the three way? In other words, I suppose <laughs> so. Yeah, if you're stuck in the middle of a human centipede, I think so. I don't think I don't think the human centipede situation would feel very sexual for very long. No, yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. I think it would, uh, uh, like because because you would think at first glance that the like uh, that if you had to have your face on someone's butt. For the rest of the time, that you would want to want to be like a nice, sexy butt or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And right? control but what they eat. Who cares? Who cares? I think it's so much more important what they're eating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? That's oh, what I want. Sure. I want the person in the front to be somebody who has done a lot of research and knows that whatever they're eating is uh, is the least disgusting situation for me. So you're looking uh, like for a, a breatharian. That's what you want. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, or... well, except I don't want to starve, though, right? Because oh, it's true. all I'm getting. Oh, is that all? Oh, okay, right. Maybe yeah. I do want to starve. Like maybe a like, do I only have to do this like that. for a certain amount of time, or well, maybe okay. I do want to let's starve. Just, okay, let's say you're, you're in the human centipede for a day. Okay, and then afterwards you get unsewn. You know, your mouth is you know okay. you're, you're all taken care of. And have, uh, Rebecca, are you familiar with the Human Centipede movie? I haven't seen the movie, but I know the trope. You, you, knew, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you know what the deal is. Yeah, uh, and it's easy to just you know anyone that you sort of dislike you you throw them in the back yeah. and then so once um, again you too yeah <laughs> every member Bono back there. <laughs> just to reinforce my previous answer yeah. <laughs> my favorite answer so far for the for who's in the front um is um i forget who said it first but uh gwyneth paltrow because oh, she's yeah. like, A, I don't think she eats very much. Right. Oh. And so it might be just like little pellets or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, and then, and she's, a, I believe she's a, a vegan and eats yeah. remarkably healthy. And she puts right. like yeah. crystal orbs in her business and stuff too. So how bad can that be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be all right, actually. <laughs> I mean, not that. And then someone also said too. She steams her vag. Yeah. yeah, it does all yeah. kinds of weird things. Yeah. And, and then, and then uh, did you say it steams her vag? I yeah. did say that. They yeah. do weird <laughs> Steams or veg? Yeah. I did say that. Yeah, so many doctors have yeah. like gone online to be like, "Don't listen to Gwyneth Paltrow." Oh, of course. Oh, and I guess Reese Witherspoon yeah. too. I think. To, yeah. Who was the one celebrity that ate the food and then spat it into her baby's mouth? Oh, and that was Reese Witherspoon. Wasn't okay, it? Yeah. was that her? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, wait, that Alicia was um, Silverstone? Alicia Silverstone. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, there's someone yeah. obviously conscious Alicia of what what they're eating. 
Yeah. So, you know, that wouldn't be a, a bad... Gwyneth Paltrow's a, a pretty good answer for that. Yeah. And then uh, you'd also have to consider... Oh, I mean, you'd be walking around the rest of your life being like, oh, well... Bill Cosby's mouth was on my butthole. <laughs> right. You know, if that's going to be an issue to you. <laughs> like, would you wake up at night being like, oh, oh God, Bill Cosby's butthole. Mouth is on my butthole. No, I think I would. you would balance that against the high fives that you got for filling, <laughs> filling Bill with Cosby with shit. But so that's interesting. It depends which is more important to you. Do you want, like, if I have Bill Cosby in front of me, then I'll take the bullet and I want... I want somebody eating a lot of stuff in front of me, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. A lot of a lot of big, gross stuff, and I and I'll I just see. I'll just take it to give Bill Cosby the worst day of his life. Right? Well, but it'll be a bad day for me. But it's one day I want it to be like as an bad as it rack can be of for him, right? Ribs or something. Right? Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah, well, I guess right so whoever's like behind Guy Fieri you... in the front, Bill Cosby in the yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah. Who's the guy with goes? Who's the show guy with the diners, drive-ins, and dives? That's Guy Fieri, yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, but the see donkey sauce. Yeah, I guess he's. But yeah, I know he is a pretty greasy dude as far as uh, eating goes. So I still think I might go with with the healthy person in the front, and then whoever's behind me is going to be eating whatever I'm eating. So then why don't I just fill up with the gross stuff if I want to punish that person? Well, because you don't get to eat. Your mouth is on an ass. Yeah, but at some point I have eaten. Only one person gets to eat. Well, but I... Oh, yeah, yeah. At so some person, if it's I, only happening for a day, yeah. then you can... And you know you're going to have Bill Cosby on your ass tomorrow. Yeah. You can pig out today. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And ironically, no sleepy drugs. Don't take anything that would relax you because you don't want him to, you know, fall asleep no. the same way he was making. No, I'll do keep that. it. No, he's going to he's going to be kept away. Yeah, you got to keep Jack and Cole in there and and, and different so things. So much coffee, yeah. Benadryl's, a couple of those eight-hour energy drinks or something like that, where you mix it in with a bad old chili. And just keep firing it. <laughs> I got a lot of energy. Here comes some more. <laughs> you know, just machine gun that guy. Uh, yeah, and then so then I mean then it's a toss up between you know like who I want from behind. Uh, you know, it. Uh, uh, Ted Nugent would be fun, or uh, Alex Jones would be uh, interesting as well. Um, just because you know that Alex Jones couldn't go on Infowars the next day, and then just be like, "Yeah, no, that did not happen. That did not happen. I did not have a, my mouth on another man's butt." But um, so, Rebecca, where do you stand? Who, who would who would be? Uh, um, where do you stand? Where, where, yeah, you can just phrase it that way on the human centipede question. Uh, where uh, where in the uh, who would be behind? My sister's ex boyfriend. He saw. Okay, all right. I'll take your word for it. And I like who would that be it's personal? Who, yeah. Uh, who like would that. be in front? Uh, like a vegan or you know someone who eats well, you know. Well, maybe yeah. like a Doctor Oz. That wouldn't be terrible. Uh, you figure that he's a pretty healthy dude. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Alan, who's in the front? God. Well, let's go. Who's in the back? Who's in the back? Yeah, Rush Limbaugh would be good back there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, go with Rush. That would be a good one for me. I would take him over over uh, a lot of other people, or Alex Jones included. Or Rush Dick Limbaugh Cheney might be fun. He's just been at it for too long. Um, in the front. Um, in the front, I guess somebody who uh, who. Uh, 
Michelle Obama? <laughs> no, not Michelle Obama. I was, I was thinking somebody a little more um, um, experimental, like maybe like a mushroom hunter. <laughs> you know, like a mushroom hunter kind of person. All right, so just someone with, you're, you're going with the occupation of the person rather than. I yeah. like Michelle Obama for the diversity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what about the? Uh, what about you could have you could have Michelle Obama in the front and then Bill Cosby in the back. Oh. <laughs> you get that whole. Now that's it. No one thought of a, di- a diversity sandwich there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, oh, I have to pick a person. Okay. Well, I think I think Martin Short. You know, I just trust him. <laughs> Martin Short. I've never, I, I've never had any kind of professional dealings with him, but I, I've met him a couple of times, and I respect his work. And he, he just seems to have like a clean work ethic, where where you don't hear bad things about him, but he has a long career, so that's obviously speaks volumes. And I, I just trust that he would eat well enough that, given the fact I'm in there for a day, you know, I just trust Martin Short. Okay. I put Martin at the front myself, and then Rush Limbaugh at the back. <laughs> and Pat, where did we uh, where did we get? To... I guess I'll go Michelle Obama, Dick Cheney. Okay. Oh, All right. Wow. Sounds good. Keep it political. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be. <laughs> I didn't mean to get political here, but uh, so who? Uh, what would be? What's the first thing that you would do as a ghost? We'll throw that. Well, Rebecca, where do you? Where are you? You're a ghost. What's the first thing that you'd like to do? Hmm. Ah, uh, fuck with people for sure. Yeah. Yeah, poltergeist. Yeah. In general, just a general uh, sense of fuckery going on. Yeah, I guess I I just try to like find ways and like different creative sort of like ideas to just like mess with people. Where would where would be the one place that you would haunt if you could only haunt one place? Only one place. Ooh. Um. Hmm. Maybe like a fast food restaurant or something like that. Any particular one? No, just 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 one where there's like a lot of people coming in and out, so I can just like see a lot of people. Right. And yeah, just yeah, like I don't know, switch the ketchup and and mustard bottles or something. Okay. I don't know. I think that. Um, hmm. Ooh, I think I, I. Well, first of all, I mean, would anybody want to attend their own funeral as a ghost? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, and that classically would be an ideal place to start fucking around with people. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't know about my own funeral. You know, like I don't really throw birthday parties because I'm always like, are people gonna show up? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, I feel the same way about funeral. Like, like I would hate to show up and, and see that it's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be disappointed, but yeah, uh, it's, like, then, well, it's like. Yuck yucks on a Tuesday here. <laughs> uh, and what and what would what would the uh, is there a particular place that you would want to go and haunt? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I guess I would go to NASA and get to the bottom of this flat Earth stuff. That would. Because <laughs> well, we're going like, to believe what a ghost says. About uh, the flat Earth. <laughs> I'd go right in there and, and look and see if they're actually working or not. Um, where would I haunt? Well, actually, you know what would be funny? You could go on uh, haunt uh, Area 51, and that would be... Mm. Uh, but then again, how like would you be able to be visible as a ghost? I'm going to say the Being Frank show is what I would haunt. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, I would just uh, haunt, haunt Frank D'Angelo. I would haunt Frank D'Angelo full-time. I'd be there. Oh, man. Have you seen, have you actually seen uh, uh, the movie Real Gangsters? 
No, no. Is it great? It's incredible. <laughs> it literally because apparently is that where he sings for twenty minutes. No, a real actually, real gangsters is the one where uh, uh, I guess a bunch of gangsters that he pissed off earlier in the movie rush in at the very end, and there's a big shoot 'em up scene, but it cuts to it, it fades to black, so we don't see it, but we know that everyone supposedly dies, and then it fades back up, and then the end credits start playing, and it's Frank's band. Oh wow! Which I don't think we've actually seen throughout the entire movie. Weird. But Real Gangsters is amazing because uh, this one Frank D'Angelo movie, uh, because uh, it's mostly shot at his own restaurant, and if there's a, if there's music in a scene, he wrote Frank it. Will, yeah, Frank wrote it and he sings it, and Frank is in the scene where his own music is in the background. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. I, I can't believe that there aren't more Frank D'Angelos. To be honest, I can't believe that more people who have money. Don't try to buy talk shows and movies and things. I, I'm, I'm surprised yeah. by it all the time. Talk like, shows especially, yeah. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. More... That people don't just take their money and put themselves on it, TV. It's, it's possible. It's very possible. It's the same mindset as the guy who has a business and he's got enough money to advertise, but he doesn't want to really hire professional people to do the commercial, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those yeah, kind yeah. of guys. But yeah. he's got a whole talk show out of it. You know, with with Frank though, I, I remember I started making fun of him online, and then uh, Art Hindle dropped me as a Facebook friend. <laughs> oh. he's, he's in almost all the movies. <laughs> yeah, so so like you know, but I, I saw a couple of those things in the singing one. Have you seen the vampire movie? No, Sicilian vampire. Sicilian vampire. That. Have you seen that? It's <laughs> <No. laughs> in the trailer for it, but I haven't seen it. No, he's got a new one where he's a comedian, right? The joke thief. Oh I don't know God. about that, that one. Yeah, I just saw a trailer for it. It's oh, called no. The Joke Thief. Oh, shit. I should, yeah. I should, we should uh, go see that I want to go see that one. I also <laughs> want to see The Neighborhood. That's the other one where I guess someone, I don't know, the one clip of it that like someone cuts him off in traffic and then he gets off his motorcycle and then he just pounds the shit out of this guy who's sitting in his car and then he gets back on his motorcycle. And I guess the tagline is like, uh, it says, uh, The Neighborhood. Um, it's just like, yeah, tell me who your friends are, and I'll tell you something about you, yourself or something like that. I don't know. It's right. But it, but it, Real Gangsters is the only one that I've sort of really watched. Taken in. Taken in. Uh, <laughs> and it literally looks like it literally looks like everyone has forgotten what their next line is before they're about to say it. <laughs> like, they're constantly like, I don't know what my next line is. But I'm just and apparently he doesn't even write most of the movies. He just go, gets... Nobody writes he, them. He just gets on set. And he just tells people what to say. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, a, like a curb your enthusiasm sort of. Wow. Yeah, but purely delusional. It's I can't believe story. nobody said Frank D'Angelo when we were doing Human Centipede. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, I would haunt him full time. Did you ever try to think of just nothing? Yeah. Pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah. Something always keeps sneaking in there. All right, all right. Yes, there, we made it. You made it to the end of another show. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? I think so. Uh, lots of fun questions, lots of uh, no wrong answers. And um, again, you can find Rebecca on her YouTube page, Rebecca McDonald. Go look her up on YouTube. And she is on Facebook and Twitter as well. And you can find Alan Park on Twitter at, at Alan Comic. And you can listen to his podcasts at the Green Crush and Conspiracy Theories Podcast. Queries Podcast. Conspiracy Queries Podcast. You can find Alan Park there. And you can always find Pat Thornton at Pat Thornton at, uh, on Twitter. And uh, you can find him on, on Instagram at uh, Pat 
underscore Thornton on Instagram. And you always know where to find me at Dave Martin World on uh, at DaveMartinWorld.com and on Instagram at Comedian Dave Martin and on Twitter at Dave Martin World. And um, I think that's the only other really platforms I feel like I need to mention. Uh, next week we have another great show, uh, and that will be episode 15. So, uh, and that'll be with uh, Ryan McGlunub, uh, Deanne Smith, and Fraser Young. That was a lot of fun. So, check out uh, that episode that will be coming soon. And uh, again, thank you. Please uh, go to iTunes, Stitcher, uh, rate, subscribe, and uh, give a review. So, because that, that helps us out too. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and uh, look forward to uh, listening again. All right, take care, everybody. Thank you very much. And just be your best. Goodbye.